Welcome to Jess Williamson, the podcast where we build businesses for life. Welcome back. So today I have a really important conversation. And recently I have been putting the call out to any questions that you have for your business. And I'm answering them on these Q&A episodes. But honestly, the number one most frequently asked question has been, what do I do when sales are slow? And so today I'm just going to dedicate a whole damn episode about that because let's be honest, in business, sometimes there are going to be slower periods than we'd like there to be. And while it looks like everyone online has instant results, I can guarantee you every single business owner that you might be looking up to has experienced a slow period or many slow periods and likely will continue to. Regardless of if they're six-figure, seven-figure, eight-figure business owners, I can guarantee you they've all had slow sales periods. So I'm actually going to share with you some really powerful tips that are not just only going to bring in more income for you in your business, but to last the test of time. We're not just here for the quick hacks that are going to leave you in this hustle mentality of trying to stay up with algorithms and never truly getting ahead or feeling like you're in control of your results. I'm giving you stuff that is actually going to last the test of time. I've built over five businesses in the past seven years. I've been through the 2020 period. I've been around before then, and I'm still here after. And let me tell you the number one skill set you can have are these five things that I'm going to share with you in today's episode, because I cannot tell you how many times I have sat through that discomfort where it feels like no one is seeing my products or services. No one's seeing my posts on social media. No one wants what I'm selling. And sometimes I'd sat in that discomfort for days. And I can tell you in those moments, my ego, it wanted to run and hide. And sometimes even had me wondering, like, can I ever make this business a success? So if you're feeling that right now, I want you to know you are not alone and you sure as hell can (laughs) make it a huge success. So listen up because I've got the value to drop for you. I'm going to start off with a pep talk though, because if you want to build a long-term brand where there's this consistent momentum behind your results, you need to stay committed, committed to your vision and your goals and actually take some bold action towards them. Not just when things are feeling good, but when they feel challenging or when they feel slow or you're not seeing results, that is the time to actually double down on your vision and taking action towards it because results do take time and it is a compound effect. The work you're putting in right now are the results you're going to see in the future. And the results that you're getting right now are from your past self. So when you stay committed, I promise you, it'll be so worth it. Now on the other side, some tough love, because I know it is tempting to throw discounts at the problem. This may work for the short term, but what it does is it leaves you in burnout and with pretty much no profit at the end of it. It is not sustainable for building a long-term brand. 
And I know you're here listening to this right now because you want this to work in the long run. (laughs) You're not just here to discount every single time things get hard because then what happens? People wait for the sale. They wait for the discount. Now, that's not to say never do discounts and sales because they can be a really great strategy and tool, but you don't want to do them just because your sales are slow right now. That's not the vibe we're going for because it does not last. And when I was starting out in my very first business, I tried that. I fell into that trap of discounting. And then when I wasn't having a sale, guess what? Sales really slowed down. And then I would go back into the cycle of anxiousness. And then I would think, okay, let me quickly do another sale. And then I would have a sale and then great, got a boost of income and there was very minimal profit left. So please, for the love of God, do not throw a discount at it because I promise you it's not actually the price. Regardless of what the economy might be doing, people are still buying when they see value in something. It just is going to take pulling a few key levers in your business to actually get them buying from you. So we want to start to shake some shit up because you know, doing the same thing over and over and over and expecting a different result is the definition of insanity. And it can sometimes feel like you might be going insane at times. So here's five things you can do right now to bring in more sales, but also to sustain your growth for the long term. Number one, you know it's coming. You need to shift your mindset. Before anything else can happen, you need to shift how you feel about it. Because I get it, it's stressful. I get it. You can be in that self-doubt spiral, but you need to shift your self-talk. Are you telling yourself no one's buying? No one wants what I'm selling. I'm making no money when in fact you just made a sale yesterday or a few days ago even or a few months ago, whatever, no matter how small someone's purchased. So all of those narratives that you are telling yourself are probably false. So what you want to start to do is notice the income that you do have coming in. Or even if there isn't necessarily the income coming in right now, what about in the past? Or even just the inquiries that you're getting or looking at the dollars in your bank. Because whatever you focus on expands. And I promise you, things are going to feel a whole lot lighter because nothing comes from this frustrated or stuck energy. And the more you keep telling yourself no one is buying, your subconscious mind is taking that as the absolute truth. And if it believes that to its core, It is going to do everything in its power to make that your reality. Our subconscious mind does not like to be wrong. (laughs) It is a stubborn little thing. And so if it believes that no one is ever going to buy from you, guess what's going to happen? You're going to be subconsciously self-sabotaging and you're going to be frustrated in that stuck energy, which is never fun. So the first thing we want to do is take back your power, stop blaming external things or creating these false narratives when things aren't working out exactly how you would like, because you actually have 100% control over that. Yes, the economy may be more challenging than it was in the past, but how many times in the world history have there been recessions and actually some of the biggest companies were born in recessions because they said, what can I do about it? Imagine if Airbnb said, oh, you know what? Now's not a good time to launch. It's a recession. There would not be an Airbnb today. So what we want to shift into is asking yourself, what is the result that I want and what can I do about it? Because even by planting that seed in your subconscious, it is going to be scanning your environment 
to answer it. Your mind cannot rest until it has the answer to things. That's why we get addicted to Netflix, right? It leaves us on a cliffhanger and it's like, damn it, I have to watch the next episode. It's the same when you plant a seed, when you have an intention to find the answer. What is the result that I want and what can I do about it? And then make those big moves. You can even say to yourself a mantra like, my dream clients love buying from me because they see the value in what I have to offer and they're willing to pay me well for it. Honestly, catch yourself in those moments. Start to shift your mindset as the number one piece and just watch things start to feel a whole lot easier. So once things start to feel easier and you've taken back your power and decided, hey, I can do something about it. Now we actually can do something about it. You're no longer going to feel stuck. So number two is rediscover your passion. The biggest reason that I see sales slow when clients come to me and their sales are slow, it's because they've lost the passion for what they do. So we need to make it fun again. Bring back play, bring back the things that excite you Because again, if your mind sees your business as something that is draining all of your fun, you know what it's going to do? It is going to eliminate the threat. It is going to eliminate the thing that is harming you. So in order to build a long-term sustainable business, you need to reignite your passion. So if things aren't exciting you, it's time to shake some shit up. So firstly, ask yourself, because sometimes we do need to let go of things if they're no longer serving us. But on the other hand, sometimes our dissatisfaction with our business or with our certain offerings or services or products can be swayed by the fact that we're not getting any sales. And it's not the fact that you hate your business. It's the fact that you hate the feeling of not getting any sales. So before all else, ask yourself, if things were going well, would I love it? If the answer is yes, then let's continue. If the answer is no, then we need to really shake some shit up and find out what would you love. But I'm going to assume that you would. So the next questions you can ask yourself to just rediscover that passion is why do I love what I do? List out all of the reasons. Maybe it's asking yourself, why am I good at it? Why are you good at what you do? And the third question that you can ask yourself is, why do my clients love buying from me? Is it that you do things differently? Is it that you put so much love and care into the work that you do? Is it because you love being creative and people get so inspired by seeing you in your creative zone of genius? You really need to rediscover your passion because the the more you build resentment towards your business, the more you are going to be avoiding it at all costs. So once you've worked on your mindset and reignited your passion for your business, number three, we need to work smarter, not harder, because oftentimes what happens is when sales are slow, we decide that we need to push harder. Oh shit, sales are slowing. If I push harder, if I post more on social media, if I do more, be more, then I'll get more sales. And it does not always work that way. And this is the fastest route to burnout. And it's usually when people find themselves in burnout the most is when they're finding the sales are not flowing in. Because what that does is if you're not seeing sales flowing in and then you want to go to the beach and relax, your brain says, hey, bitch, you cannot sit there and relax. You're not getting any sales. You should be working so that you can have sales. There is so much conditioning that goes on behind this. And like I could do 20 episodes just on the mindset behind hustle, but be aware of it because pushing harder is not the way. If you imagine a tightly wound coil, it's like ready to burst at any time and you think, oh, 
let me just wind it a bit tighter. <laughs> let me do a bit more. You're going to feel even more stuck and nothing is going to happen in that stuck energy. So what you really need to do is come back to basics, come back to the foundations of your business and make an actual plan. Do you need to restructure your offers? Do you need to shift your pricing models? Do you need to shift your messaging? When you actually create your goals and your plans and have an action strategy to get you to those goals, it relieves a whole lot of pressure. You're going to feel more in control and you're going to actually have some sort of strategy behind the work that you're doing. But the biggest challenge with this is sometimes you can't see your own blind spots. So recently I went through another round of my mastermind business for life with my clients. And just this week, we finished three weeks ago, but just this week, three of my clients slid into my DMs and said, oh my gosh, Jess, I cannot believe it. One of them just landed another high ticket client. Another landed four high ticket clients in the past three weeks. And my other client just had her biggest sales week ever in the history of her business. Now, rewind three months ago, they all felt stuck. They all felt like the sales were not flowing in. And what we did over the three months was we restructured their offers. I firstly did a major audit on their entire business and I said, here are all the gaps in their offer suite, in their pricing model, in their messaging And then they got to work and implemented that. And then once they implemented that, they got to work on selling, promoting, building out their visibility. And after a few weeks of doing that, they came to me and they said, Jess, I know you said this is going to work, but like, I'm not quite seeing the results yet. And this is what I love because when you have a strategy, when you have a plan and all of their strategies and action points were so different, but I knew that that was what they needed for their business. I said, keep showing up. How would you show up if everything was going amazing? And then guess what happened? It felt uncomfortable. They thought Jess is crazy at some points, but it is not by accident that they all have sent me a DM this week. While they got results throughout the program, when you have a strategy in place for your business, the results start to flow in. And one of them even said, I don't even know where these people came from but it's because they had a strategy around that. So go back to basics and actually ask yourself, am I just posting random shit online, trying to chase the algorithm, trying to go viral, or am I actually working on a strategy for my business? Because I'm telling you, it is going to reduce so much more stress for you and the results will come. So that's number three, work smarter, not harder, please, (laughs) because we didn't come here to hustle. Number four is be willing to adapt and evolve. The biggest reason that I see business owners stuck in these periods of slow sales. Now, if there's a period of slow sales, sometimes it's like the moon doing something weird or it's like, I don't know, the time of year. Like sometimes there are factors that play a part. But if you feel like you're stuck for an extended period of time, chances are it's because you have not adapted and evolved. Now, 20 years ago, you could set up your business write a business plan, put a sign out front of your store, and you were good for like the next 40 years. You did not have to adapt or change your business plan at all. But we live in an era where not only technology and things are changing, but consumer needs are changing on the daily. We also live in a a very volatile world where different things, different needs, different energies, things are moving faster than ever. And I've been in business for over seven years 
business. And I can tell you it's a natural part of being a business owner. You need to be willing to adapt and evolve. I don't think there's ever been one period in my business where I have not been adapting and evolving at some point. Now there's a difference between shiny strategy syndrome, like, oh my gosh, no one wants what I'm buying. I better sell something different. I better throw this in. I better do that. And I've had clients come to me, an incredible client of mine who does astrology. And she said, Jess, you know what? I am pretty good at photography as well. Um, I'm thinking I might start a photography business on the side. And I'm also thinking about this other kind of business. What do you think? And I said to her, one question, are you truly passionate about photography? Like it's your life purpose. Like if you were just doing that every single day, that's what would light you up. Or are you doing it because you feel uncomfortable that in your current business, the sales are not flowing fast enough and you're getting shiny strategy syndrome thinking that photography would be easier to sell. So check yourself with that because we do not want to do that, but we do want to adapt and evolve. Now, I feel like things are going back to how they were like 2019 era, right? Where consumers have a little less time to consume your content. They're not on their phone or computer all day stuck at home and consumers are getting smarter and smarter and smarter. So as a business, learning to adapt to their needs is going to be the key, which is really going to start with understanding what your consumers need. So talk to them. Don't assume what they need. Don't just continue saying, buy my shit when they're like, I do not want your shit (laughs) or I do not want it in the way that you're messaging it to me. So talk to your customers, talk to your audience or your community. You can throw up an Instagram poll and get some insights, but the biggest pieces of gold is when you actually have conversations with them and take it with a grain of salt. Don't take it as gospel. Take it as a grain of salt, as insights that you can utilize to say, okay, how can I do this even better? Look at the iPhone, for example. They didn't just create the iPhone in 2013 and say, here you go, we're done. We've created the best thing ever. We never have to adapt again because we are the best. Could you imagine? They actually are evolving and adapting before the customers even tell them what they need. Because, you know, no one wants a bloody update, but we all do it and then we thank ourselves later. So start to look at consumer needs, consumer trends. What do they truly need? For me, I realized that people are craving in-person connection more than ever. So did I throw my entire business model out the window because it was purely online? No. But I asked myself, how can I involve a little more in-person interaction. So recently I launched my iconic leadership mastermind and rather than it just being purely online, I actually combined online portion, the community group portion, lessons, so people get the tools they need and an in-person retreat. I'm giving them a little bit of everything because with that comes the deepest transformation. Now, does that mean you need to go and add an in-person part to your business? No, that's what I decided I wanted to do as well. So it's going to be a mismatch, not a mismatch. So it's going to be a blended approach of what the way you want to lead your business, the vision you have for the future, the way that you love to deliver it, and how can you serve those customer needs the best. Even if we look at the retail industry, people are going to shopping centers for the experience. They're not going there out of necessity anymore. So how can you create an experience? How can you become a destination where they want to come to? This is how we start to follow consumer needs. 
And with that, it may be as simple as a messaging tweak, tweaking your messaging to speak directly to your ideal client's needs and wants. During 2020, we saw the rise of the beauty industry because what they said was, hey, everyone's slowing down. No one can leave home. You can't go and get your normal beauty products. So the beauty industry online pivoted for a a lot of self-care at home messaging. And the beauty industry was actually one of the biggest ones that thrived during that time. So it may even just be a slight shift in your messaging. So start to question what is working, what is not working, and be open to evolving. Number five is get visible. Now, often when sales are down, your messaging is going to play a part as well as all of the prior four things that I've listed. But once you have those sorted, you need to do those first. Otherwise, this one is not going to be effective or you're not not going to do it altogether. (laughs) But it is time to get visible. So here's the deal. When sales are slow, we often tell ourselves, I'm selling, no one wants it. I'm doing the promo. I'm posting on my social media. Just no one wants what I'm buying. No one's buying, you know, all of those kind of narratives. But what I see is oftentimes you're overestimating how much you're actually selling and promoting. It feels like you're doing the most already and just no one is buying. But go and look at your stats because I promise you, you will be surprised. How many times have you actually posted about what you're selling on your social media? to your email database? How much have you actually done? And so you want to get more visible on your own channels. Maybe do you need to send more emails, get more strategic with them on your social media? And what you can start to do is actually repurpose your content across all of your platforms because we're about working smarter, not harder. Because here's the deal, people will not see every single thing you put out. We're working against an algorithm. We're working against, you know, people's email inboxes. There's so many things. Repurpose it into different versions. Repeat yourself. Please repeat yourself. Because just recently I was promoting my Perth event here in Perth and I'd posted to my stories at least five times. I'd sent two emails to my database And one of my clients who I speak to every single day, a week after I'd closed off the early bird tickets, she said, hey, I was speaking to Christy and she said, there's a Perth event. Can you send me the ticket link? And I said, oh, wow, didn't you see it? And she said, no, I had no idea. And this is a client that is in my programs paying me to work with me. And I speak to her every single day. She still didn't see it. So as much as you think everyone has seen it by now, they haven't. And there's probably people out there just like my client, Jen, who was like, where's the link? Because I want to come. So show up for those people because I promise you they're waiting for you to show up and share with them what you have to offer. So getting visible on your own channels is one part, but get visible on new channels as well. So start to think about where can you get visibility sometimes for free. Maybe it's posting in Facebook groups. When I first started my businesses, I was posting in all of the Facebook groups. I didn't have an ego. I didn't care how, you know, spammy it was, whatever. I was like, I need to be visible. I'm going to post in Facebook groups. It's free. Find where your clients are hanging out, post there. I even volunteered to do speaking events when I was like, oh, hell no, I am never doing a speaking event. I inquired with a million business owners that were running events or conferences And I said, hey, can I put something in your goodie bags? Every little visibility helps. You could even collaborate with other business owners who have a similar audience to you. Collaborate, do cross promotions. There are so many different ways that you can get visible on new channels. And when you do that, guess what? Now new people 
know you exist. Then hopefully they come to your channels, they build the like, know, and trust, and eventually will buy from you. Especially if you stick to these five things. If you promise me that you are going to commit to these five things with your fullest energy, including the ones that most people avoid or overlook, like your mindset, if you can commit to those fully, I promise you, sales will start to flow in. And you'll be like, where the hell did these sales come from? Because business does not actually have to be as complicated as most people make it. It's usually because people are following these quick wins and hacks or the 50,000 step process that business firstly feels hard, that you feel stuck in this anxiousness and overwhelm in your business and that sales start to slow down. So work on these core things and slide into my DMs when those sales start popping off because I promise you they will. And when you build all of these skills, you actually remain adaptable. You're going to allow yourself to continue to evolve as the world does. Because I'm going to tell you, this is not the last time the world is going to adapt or change. And it's up to you to keep up. This is how we build a long-term business. So let's stop chasing your tail (laughs) and build a sustainable business for the future by working on these foundations first. And I promise you things are going to feel a whole lot easier. If you have loved this episode, please share it with someone who needs to hear this because I know so many of you need to hear this right now. So I put in the time and effort to bring you as much value as I can in this episode. So please make sure you're sharing it with your fellow besties in business and share it on your social media as well. And tag me at just at Williamson 8. It makes my day every single time when you do share that as well. So I hope you have the best day. I will be back with more value on the next episodes. So hit that follow, hit that subscribe button, and I will see you on the next episode. Bye.